Hello, hello, and welcome to the Dream with Reem show on Right on Q Radio. Here on the Dream with Reem show, we are not limited by logic. We challenge the status quo and we are shifting paradigms. I am your host, DJ Dream, a global frequency healing advisor. I assist people in discovering their gifts so we can amplify the frequency of love on the planet together. Here on the Dream with Reem show, I feature guests from all over the world that share incredible insights and stories so we can continue to elevate our lives together. Today's guest is Lindsay Ray. Lindsay is an internationally published and multi-award winning photographer and inspirational speaker. Lindsay is all about stripping down the societal standards of beauty. She believes confidence in the skin you are in trickles into every aspect and relationship in your life. And she gives women permission to feel beautiful exactly as they are. So let's jump into some music right now. We are going to start off with When We Love by Michael Jeffries. We're going to follow that up with My Life by Carlos Cruz. And then we are going to end the set with Feeling Good About Myself by Richie Love. I will see you guys on the other side. You are listening to the Dream with Reem show on Right on Q Radio. Right on Q Radio.
Right on cue, radio. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I could really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Right on cue radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am your host, DJ Dream, and you are listening to the Dream with Dream show on Right on Cue Radio. I am back now with my special guest, Lindsay Ray. Lindsay owns and operates Self Love Experience out of Troy, New York. She is an internationally published and multi award winning photographer and inspirational speaker. Lindsay's work has been published in multiple publications, including the Times Union and Shutterbug Magazine. And she is also an active contributor to Women's Business Daily and Brains Magazine. Society tells us women that we have to fit into this tiny, narrow-minded mold of what is considered beautiful. Lindsay is all about stripping down the societal standards of beauty. She believes confidence is in the skin you are in. It trickles into every aspect and relationship in your life. And she gives women permission to feel beautiful exactly as they are. As a professional photographer, she knows all the tricks of the industry and uses this knowledge to disassemble negative thought patterns derived from the beauty propaganda we are all faced with. Lindsay believes in the power of print and has a mission to provide all of her clients with large art pieces to hang in their homes. Her focus is self-love, self-confrontation, overcoming body insecurities, and seeing yourself as more than scars of your past. Please help me welcome Lindsay Ray to the show. Hello, Lindsay. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. It's so here. Oh, I'm really, really, really excited about this topic because this is a topic that I struggle with. Um, especially with the social media aspect, um, and, and just the, yeah, the, the, the social norms and what is considered norm and where the heck did this normal 
beauty standard come from? I think it came from Barbie. Like, honestly, I reference it a lot and I'm constantly going back to it. But if we, you know, if we look before Barbie, we had all these icons like Hilda, who is this thick redheaded woman that they drew cartoons of in Marilyn Monroe who wore a size 12. But then around the time that Barbie came, I'm pretty sure it was a man, not a woman that probably designed the first Barbie with those proportions. And then that just became that dream is what people expected beauty to be. Beauty's standards are near impossible. If you even watch any plastic surgery show, you're going to see women that are trying to achieve this Barbie-like body that isn't how the human form is designed. Um, You know, I talk a lot about the evolution of self-esteem and why we're so trained to look for flaws in ourselves. And if we look back and we kind of dig back into that amygdala part of our brain and we date back into the prehistoric times when humans were first evolving, we lasted until we were in fertility and we didn't live much longer than, than that. You know, a lot of women died in childbirth. Um, but we don't have that problem anymore. We don't end life at 25, 26, 27 years old. So we have to stop looking and retrain our brains to catch up to modern times, just like we do with technology and having to train ourselves to use any other means of working in a world that's new and evolving. We've got to stop judging ourselves based on these prehistoric ideals and realize that as women, we have the power and the capacity to continue our life and to continue being in our prime past just baby making stages. Right. Now, um, one of, one of the, st- the things these days that I've been seeing a lot of, um, is, you know, the, the being natural and being yourself and all of this stuff. However, the beauty industry is like the largest, um, industry out there. Um, so it's kind of this mixed message is we're telling women to be natural yet the largest market out there is one that is to change the way that you are. It is. And you know, I, I tie, I try to look at this and I'm going to talk about plastic surgery a little yeah, bit. Go for it. In. Um, and one of the things that people struggle with is they say, well, you're a body image activist. How could you be okay with somebody changing their body? And here's what I have to say, the same way that I feel about the transgender community, that you are who you are on the inside and that you're just making your outsides match, I stand by you. Whether that means you spend 12 hours at the gym, whether that means that you have an augmentation done, as long as the choices that you're making for your body are things that are intrinsically for who you are on the inside. So when you look in the mirror, you identify with yourself, not so you care what other people have to say. So when you face your own eyeballs in the mirror and you look back, you see who you are then you're making the right choice. But what's happened is we're losing sight of reality because of all of this technology. And that's where the beauty industry is failing us and where as a photographer, I have a chance to make a difference. So I, when my clients come in to see their art, they come in without an ounce of Photoshop. They've only gone through a program called Lightroom. Um, For those who aren't familiar with Lightroom, It's kind of like the precursor to Photoshop. It handles curves, levels, lighting, split toning, everything that creates kind of the look and style of an image. And that's the only thing that's done to their art when they come in to pick and purchase their images. And then they get the choice of doing an editorial retouch or any addition. And I say, it's like, it's like picking your, it's like picking your outfit and then we just accessorize it. We're not going to accessorize it before we pick the outfit. So we're not going to Photoshop it until you love 
exactly what it is for what it is. And then if you want to add the Photoshop on after you can, because you've already fallen in love with the picture of yourself as you are. And I think that's part of what makes it so empowering for them is they have this ability to just look at that and say, oh my God, that's me. Mm. There's always this pause in this moment of silence that, that follows that. And it's a good 85% of our clients. And in that moment, I can see that for the first time, they're seeing themselves as the way that people that love them see themselves um, or the way that people love them see them. So it's, it changes me to each time, like a little bit of who I am has changed each time I get to watch somebody find their worth in themselves. It's, it's an awesome job. <laughs> oh, and I, I love that aspect. Um, I, a few years ago, I did uh, some boudoir photos. Um, I was challenged to do something that I wouldn't normally do. And at the time I was, um, I was heavier. One of my self-esteem issues is, um, um, well, I use, um, weight to, um, detract men. And so at that point in time, I was a size 16 and, um, I went and took boudoir photos. And so I love the fact that you're talking about touching up photo or not touching up photos until after the person looked at them. Cause the, the, one of the only things I did not like about my boudoir photos was my, my makeup, the makeup that they did for me. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was too much makeup because I don't wear any makeup at all. And they caked it on. And, and it's like, it's like, if they just chopped my head off, I would have been like, I'm good with it. <laughs> um, so I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's really important because that's when I get to kind of unveil the secrets of the beauty industry. And that's my opportunity to sit down and I will literally walk them through every choice that I make and why I make it. I'll sit my clients down next to me and I'll look at them and say, okay, now is the time where I'm going to pretend to be the client. And I'm going to ask all the questions that I would ask if I was you. Like, why in the heck would you put me in that pose if it makes my tummy stick out? And I'm going to tell you why I do that so you can understand the choices that I'm making before we even see your photos. So I walk them through choices, choices, oh my goodness, through choices in (laughs) thing. Um, And that's when we go through, I arch because I want this bit of light to come through here. And then we'll use Photoshop to bring it back up rather than standing straight and losing that really pretty bit of light. Or I shoot with the skin with a lot of texture. So that way after it'll look like this instead of like this, and I can retain a real skin texture to it. So we literally will walk through everything from bruises to cellulite to fine lines. And we'll look at each of them before and after just so I can show them what lighting is doing to the image, what the angle of the camera might be doing to the image, what the aperture that I might have chosen to shoot with is doing to the image. And that's when I get to see, okay, this really is something that any woman can do. And so whereas it almost seems like it'd be contradictory to my mission to dress people up and to put them in lingerie, to put them into these poses that are what I'm fighting against. But the reason that I'm doing that is because I want to be able to prove that every woman is an undercover supermodel, every single one of us. And it comes down to whether or not you believe it. And when you can believe in yourself and when you can start to see yourself, it literally changes everything about you because I'm one of those people that believes that they're all human beings are born intrinsically good and that only through pain, you know, they, the meanness or unkindness from a person comes from how they confront their pain or more often than not avoid their pain. Right. Um, and that's, that's why I think the human behavior is, is how it is. And so when I'm able to approach my clients with that same kind of trauma informed lens and see 
past whatever wall they might have up to just what that pain is and then pass that to what they're trying to see and then show them that version of themselves. It's powerful. And that's why I have art all over the house. Um, not just of my clients. I have clients art in the house. That's my, my handsome boyfriend behind us. <laughs> But I also have my own photos up right outside the bedroom and right in the bedroom where I get dressed because when I'm having that bad day and I'm like, oh my God, I like hate the way I look right now. I'm bloated. My stomach is hard. Like my hair is greasy. I can look at that and be like, oh yeah, there she is right there. Mm-hmm. Remember who I am and remember what I felt like in that moment when I saw that picture for the first time. And then I'm able to step back and take that deep breath and kind of move forward with it. Mm. I love that you are explaining how the lighting and why you're making your choices, because one of those, one of those things is, yeah, when you're standing there, you're like, why is she making me do that? And if you're uncomfortable and not knowing why it's kind of like that kid, like always asking, well, well, why, well, why, well, why? And it's like, they just are really looking for an understanding. And as you mentioned, you, you were saying people, you know, act a specific way based on their trauma. I, 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 I see it as a, as an even deeper scar that it's um, um, all negativity comes from scarcity, some kind of lack, which again is, you know, the trauma and the pain. And so just the lack of the knowledge of knowing why they're even in a position, you know, would, would compromise a photo. Um, Now you were mentioning posing people in specific ways and with social media and everybody having to be on camera and selfies and all of this stuff. Um, you know, there's all these tricks and trades and, and, um, I know you've got a lot of tips on that. Um, what, what are some, some, some things we can use so that here's, (laughs) here's the biggest thing about photography. It photography of the human form involves two things, color and light or three things, color and light and lines. I like to look at the body as one single solid line from the head to the toes. And then any wardrobe that I'm putting on the body, I want to make those limbs, the legs and the arms as long as possible because that's what photographs and gives that illusion on camera. So things that we can do, which you'll see all the time is as simple as pulling our bottoms up a little bit higher, can stretch the leg out because the eye isn't going to get stopped by a line. It's not, uh, these tricks aren't really tricks. They're little easy things that anybody can do, even just to go out. I tell everybody, I don't care what size you are, if you're a zero or a 20 like me or somewhere in between, high-waisted bottoms are for every woman. Even if you're doing a thong high-waisted, pull it up because it's going to make your legs look longer. Fashion is about lines. Photography is about lines and elongating those lines and making them as long as possible as you can without stops. So if you start to look at fashion magazines and you look at shoes, you'll look at, you'll start to see lines. If you look at swimwear, you'll see lines and you'll start to notice these things in clothing and you'll be able to pick the ones that have the lines that are right for your body instead of ones that fight against the natural shape of your body. So I always say looking for lines is a huge thing that I'm able to teach my clients. Understanding the basics of shadow and lighting. I mean, it's exactly like highlighting and contouring your face. You you come in and we use light in the exact same way. We make sure that that light is hitting in those points and let the rest fade into the shadows. And that's also kind of the philosophy that I have with my clients. Um, On the door to my studio, I actually have uh, the window rather. I actually have the quote, you don't have to love yourself today, but today you have to take one small step towards what you're going to do to like yourself tomorrow. 
So in the same concept with light, it's not about loving every single part of yourself. No one does, but it's about really, really loving the parts of yourself that you do and just letting the rest of it fade into the shadows. So that way you're focused on the parts that you do. So when I'm doing this work, I'm both literally and figuratively giving women a different lens to view themselves through. Hmm. That, yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, the lines, cause people, cause I'm short, I'm only five foot, nothing. And, um, <laughs> people, you know, they're always telling me, they're like, you know, you've got to wear, you know, you can't wear, um, you can't wear, like, I have to wear short stuff. And, and I'm always like, I don't want to wear shorter, shorter, like, you know, just so my legs look longer. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know. Cause I wear capris all the time or like to my, ankle, mm-hmm. to my, you know, mid, mid leg. And so, um, but yeah, yeah, I have to yeah. look more into so that. If you think about it, think about it, like looking at lines, like even if you go and you look at a mannequin in a window, your eyes stop at the clothing. So choose where you want the eye to stop on your body and then use clothing to highlight and shadow your body, highlight and contour. Okay the way that you like because you're this is not about loving every part of ourselves that's bs i don't believe in it that's not what self-love is self-love is the commitment to constantly do the work to confront yourself and to make yourself better it is hard it is grueling it is often extremely painful but on the other side of that is a piece that you will not get in any other way unless you're able to confront yourself. That's not just confront your physical self in the mirror, but that's confront the parts of yourself that you hide from also. So self-love isn't just this frou-frou, go love yourself, toxic positivity nonsense. Oh, I hate that. You know, the name of my business is self-love experience because it is an experience. And I will literally put my camera down if you talk bad about yourself. They call me Tough Love Lindsay. You know, because if you won't stop negative speaking about yourself, I will literally put my camera down, cross my arms and stare at you and tell you I will not pick it up until you stop because we don't allow it. This is a one, three to five hours, depending on which package you book, chunk of your life that you have completely dedicated to your own kindness. No self-deprecating humor allowed. Make the jokes after. Hopefully after you won't feel the need to make them anymore because you won't be laughing at those parts of yourself to try to keep other people from laughing at them because you're going to be able to look at yourself and see what everyone else is focusing on while the rest fades into the shadows. And so what, what are some, some of your tips um, that you recommend for the self-love? Like if, if you do have a client that comes in there and you do have to put the, put the camera down, um, you, you know, how, what, how do you coach them, coach them out of their, out of their um, negative talk? Funny enough, I don't think that there's anything that anyone else is ever going to be able to say to make you stop feeling bad about yourself. You just have to be presented with an opportunity to be kind to yourself and stop. So I literally will sit there silently. And I think that that's 10 times more powerful than like soapboxing to my client because they'll realize that like, uh, they'll be like, all right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, perfect. Chin up, jaw here. Let's get in that pose. And then I'll shoot. And then I'll be able to show them on the back of the camera. And then there's this sense of accomplishment that, that comes from nowhere else, but within the client and within yourself of being able to work past whatever was stopping you before and you're getting in your own head. Um, And I think that's really the most powerful thing. And I I say it a lot. What we do is we provide a safe place. The photos are just a memory of a day where you were allowed to be 100% yourself and supported fully. Memento of how you felt in that moment. 
but that's not what it's about. It's about how you feel. It's about the experience of dedicating a small chunk of time to yourself to do something that makes you acknowledge your own intrinsic worth. Mm, I love that, um, that you just sit there and wait um, because it's like, it's like when you're having a conversation with somebody and you know, they're saying something, people always think that there needs to be an exchange of communication going on, but that stopping and letting them, and you know, you not saying anything allows them to, yeah, soak in and look at what is it that's causing them to make that funny joke or that sarcastic remark. Um, And yeah, to reflect. So that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I think this would be a great place to take a little pause and then we can jump back into everything after the break. What do you Fan- think? Fantastic. Yeah. Cause we've got a lot to discuss. All right, guys, we are going to take a quick little break. And when we come back, we are going to chop it up with Lindsay Ray. You are listening to the dream with Reem show on right on Q radio. Right on Q radio. Some people 
Right on cue radio. Kept on changing Your lipstick reminds me I'm breathing With every other mask you wear Oh, from across the room you claimed me I'm a victim of your body language Time and time again I'm lying Excuse me, I know you have a nine o'clock, so I'll keep this short. I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. 
Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me. Get granular. Keep me in the pipeline. But nada. Nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me, and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So, I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume, and I absolutely crush it in interviews, okay? Let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am your host, DJ Dream, and you are listening to the Dream with Reem show on Right on Q Radio. I am back now with my special guest, Lindsay Ray. We have been chopping it up with her. She is a multi-award winning photographer and body image activist. They call her Tough Love Lindsay. And uh, we've been discussing all kinds of stuff about body image, how to use lines to extend the body. And uh, we're going to get back into this body image and how we can promote more self-love to ourselves. Please welcome back Lindsay Ray to the show. Thank you. Thank you again. It's so, I'm having a great time. (laughs) You know, because I think as women, we all go through the same thing. And no one ever talked about it before because it was so taboo. Like you, you know, you presented yourself to keep up with the Joneses. Now we're being presented an opportunity. And it's the only upside to COVID is the fact that talking about mental health finally became acceptable. Right. Literally the only upside I can find to it. And I try to hold on to that because for the past year, the conversation around mental health has taken a 180 degree shift. We're talking about it. We're having the conversations that we need to have to be able to actually begin healing parts of ourselves and not just parts of ourselves that are body image, but, you know, the last four years were a couple of tough years and a few years before that, you know, since 2001, it's been, it's been a pretty rough go in this country. You know, it's rougher other places, but still, you know, it's, it, we never talked about it. We just came from it. And now we get to talk about it and we get to see that the way that we feel about ourselves will literally trickle into every single relationship in our lives from business to personal, to family, to romantic, to friendship, to partnerships, to artistic endeavors. The way that you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror is going to be how you move through the world. And either you're going to hide from it, you're going to attack it, or you're going to live in it fully and presently. There's no real in between other than that. So for me, I try to, you know, it's taken me a lot of years, a lot of years to be able to start the process of learning to live in the present. And part of that came from the ability to stop abusing and accusing myself 
I mean, when I say that, I mean, accusing myself of not being worth abusing myself by calling myself ugly or, or whatever, you know, lovely little adjective I chose for the day to put myself down with, um, you know, and, and then abusing myself in the way that I would, would punish myself. There would be days that I like would go three or four days without, without barely eating anything. And I wouldn't lose a pound because that's not what you do. Um, and it, it was just stupid. I would consistently punish myself just because I didn't like who I was because that's what other people told me I was. I never had developed my own sense of self until I was really in my 30s. Um, and the, I think that that may go for a lot of women that we enter our 30s and finally there's, it's almost like this like God-like light like comes out and it's like, ah, and you, you see yourself for the first time. You're like, oh, this is what my 20s were for. This is why I went through all of that so that like, this woman could exist here today. Um, and it's just been like that constantly. And every day I get to do this work. So I'm meeting women and helping them confront themselves. But by doing the work for them, I also do it for me because it, I have to stop and think, how would I answer that? What would my answer to that be? And it began to shift how I felt about myself and how I talked about myself, which then in turn changed how my daughter felt about herself and how my daughter talked about herself. You know, because I'm a mom, I have an eight-year-old little girl. And she is just the most beautiful little redheaded thing you've ever seen in your life. She's a cutie. Oh, so she's such a good kid. She's, I always say my daughter, like if I could explain my daughter perfectly for someone, I'd say she looks like a little redheaded Disney princess, but her personality is a mix between Stewie from Family Guy and Daria. <laughs> I witted humorous little human you'll ever meet. Like her, hum- she's like a 40 year old going through menopause with her humor. So dry. Um, <laughs> I think she gets it from me, but <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit of her dad too. She's such a good kid, but she's still, you know, she, I caught her one day, like pulling her shirt down and looking at her belly. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't like my tummy. And I was, she was four at the time. She's eight now. And that moment will stick with me for the rest of my life because a four-year-old doesn't learn that from any other person than the mama or the people that are raising them. They learn that by watching you do that to yourself by watching you speak low on yourself and talk down to yourself. So I had to change the way that I talked about myself. So that way she didn't think it was okay to talk about herself like that because I have a chance and we have a chance as parents and as moms and as caregivers and as, as adults in children's life to be a positive influence. And the best way to be a positive influence is to set an example. And the best way to set an example is to just be yourself and be honest and be kind and be authentic. And that starts with being kind and authentic to yourself. Yeah. And, uh, that's, so some of us are late bloomers. I'm in my forties and still just now getting into my self love. (laughs) Um, but, but I also know that that is one of the reasons why, um, I haven't had children was because of, you know, the world out there. And, and it's like, I'm not even loving myself and able to be confident in myself and just knowing the things that I went through growing up. I was like, I don't want to bring a child into that yet because I don't even got my own shit together yet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, seeing, and then also hanging out with like my friends and their children, you know, I, I sometimes limit that because I'm like, I don't know what I'm showing them or teaching them because I'm insecure with my own self in Mm -hmm. my own skin. Um, So yeah. This happens a lot in the summer. This is our opportunity. I think that summer is a time that you either, 
embolden shame within a child, or you give them a chance to stand up on their own two feet with a sense of self. And what I mean when I say embolden shame in a child is little things like I, uh, there was a discussion on Facebook today with a group of moms about preteen girls and whether or not you force them to wear a bra. And my, my belief is you don't force children to wear anything. But at the same time, it is your responsibility as an adult to explain the choices and what the repercussions for each choice are. And that includes explaining predatory men, giving your daughter the tools to stand up for herself if boys say something. Tools like boys have nipples too, sit down and leave me alone. Or if you don't stop talking about my body, my mom's going to call your mom. Any of those little things like that you can arm them with as, as little quips that they can say back. But never do you want to enforce shame. We don't make boys cover their nipples. They run around with their shirts off. Why are we making teen girls like suffocate themselves with elastic around their chest? And now they're proving that not only is the, it's not good for you, but it's also causing tissue damage, breast damage, cancer, cancer, like bras are outdated. I own a lingerie store, put them on for fun and sexy time, put them on under a blazer and go out and have a good night. But like, I don't, I don't wear them. I don't wear them. Me either. But because, but we're so scared as a society because we're watching TV all the time and these predators are just scooping girls off the street. And so there's also this very Hollywoodized version of reality that is both very real and very fake at the same time, because we have to be alert and we have to be aware, but we don't have to walk around covered in a burqa unless that is our choice, not because somebody else thinks it's the right thing to do. Because you need to love yourself for exactly as you are. And whether that means that you choose to be fully covered because that is how you identify with yourself the most when you look in the mirror, or you choose to let it all hang out because that's who you identify with when you look in the mirror. The only person that you should be trying to please with your outside appearance is you when you look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So what are some kind of tips for us to feel sexy and confident um, just, you know, in, in our everyday, cause you were saying, you know, you can feel sexy in a burger, you can feel sexy, you know, completely naked. Um, so like yesterday I was, <laughs> I literally was getting onto the freeway and a guy was exiting the freeway. He made an illegal U-turn, followed me onto the freeway and continued to follow me for five miles and then exited and like wanted me to pull over and like give him my number. And it's like, at this point, you're crazy right now. So we're talking about the predatory guys. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I was, I was similarly dressed to I, well, the way I am now, which I know you viewers can't see, but I like wearing tank top. I wear sports clothes because I like it's hot in California. <laughs> um, and I was just jamming to my music, minding my own business. Um, so how can we feel confident when, when there is so much stimulation coming at us? Um, regardless of what we choose to wear and and be? That's an awesome question. And I think a lot of that comes from having the tools, like I said, ingrained in us from a really young age, the dialogue and the conversation to have. Um, But at the same time, we need to be really aware. So ways that I feel safe when I go to a bar, I do not put my drink down. If I put my drink down, I don't pick it back up. There's things that we can do to protect ourselves and keep ourselves safe that don't have to go 
to the point of shaming ourselves for feeling like our body is the reason that we would get attacked. Your body is never the reason that somebody does that. What you're wearing is never the reason that somebody does that. The reason that somebody does that is because they're a sick, twisted individual with a lot of trauma to heal. And it doesn't matter what you're wearing or who you are. And that is what it comes down to with these, with our kids and with this younger generation is we can either reinforce victim blaming and shame about the body, or we can start to equip women with the tools to defend themselves and stand up for themselves and have more accountability when there are predators, um, you know, with stronger consequences. And these are things that we can advocate for in politics and in the school system um, and in the communities. So there are steps that we can take, but there's never going to be a day as a woman where we're going to be able to step outside and feel safe until men start to change. There's nothing we can do. But to live in fear is to live wasting your life. And it's not about, I think that there's a really big difference between fear and shame. Fear often has a reason attached to it. Um, you know, I've been reading a, a lot of Seth Godin lately, and he talks about, you know, the, the tension between when there's a problem um, and like the answer, that kind of time where you're sitting with trying to figure things out when somebody is questioning you and what you're saying. That time that we can sit with that is where we really get to see like, how can we as women start to change the next generation, because it's a little too late for us. We're not going to change. It's not going to happen, but we can change it for our kids, mm -hmm. kids and the kids after them. And for each individual, you can change it for yourself, but you have to be aware. You, you have to be alert, but there's no time that you should have shame over your body just because somebody else has no respect. Mm. And I, I, that's, I think that's my, my biggest um, challenge is the not feeling shamed about the way that I look because of the way that I am, uh, the world receives me or, you know, comes at me. Um, and then going to like changing it for society. So uh, a friend of mine was just telling me that um, she, one of her friends had gone out on a date with somebody and there was a loud noise. And so she ended up like turning to look at what the noise was. And by instinct, she covered her drink with her hand as she turned around and the guy got offended that she covered her drink. And so needless to say, there wasn't a second date after that. But the fact that um, he was, a sh he was, um, he felt that the attack was against him when it was, it's more about it's, that man and everybody else allows society to do those types of things. And even mm -hmm. if it wasn't a matter of him as if he wasn't looking and somebody else walked by and spiked her drink. So it, it mm -hmm. wasn't even a direct, like I have an issue with you. The person I'm hanging out with right now covering my drink is society is okay with the fact that this happens and that it is such a normal occurrence. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's changing one it for in three women. It used to be one in four. Now it's one in three women have been a victim of sexual assault. Um, one of my previous lifetimes that I lived, I was the chairperson for Fashion for Rain. And we used to do work in the fashion community, getting celebrities and fashion designers to speak out against rape, abuse, and incest. Um, and in doing that work, you're finding out how many women have actually gone through this. 
And it's a lot more than you think. You know, it's very seldom that I'll be in a room of women, even if there's only five of us, and ask if anybody has ever had sexual harassment or sexual assault or rape and not one person will raise their hand. Yeah. That's, that's what's happened. That's why Me Too is a movement. That's why I do the work that I do so a woman can claim her body for herself without any need to please a man. Mm. This body, this is for me. I'm going to hang this on my wall so I can admire it. So that way I can identify with myself the way that I want to see myself with no regard for what you think on the outside at all. That's why this, what I do is called the self-love experience, because I don't care if it's a bride giving it to her groom. You're not coming to me for that. You're coming to me. If you're coming to Lindsay Ray to have your boudoir photos done, you're coming for an experience. If you just want to get your pictures done, you'll go anywhere else. That's not what we do here. We're not just taking your pictures and sending you on your way. We are giving a piece of ourselves to you each time that you walk in and opening ourselves up to receive whatever stories you have and listen and be there and really walk you along that path of being able to confront yourself because confronting your own image is extremely difficult extremely difficult. So one of the challenges that I like to give, and I, this is my favorite challenge to give to listeners, um, is to try to start it on a Sunday and stick seven sticky notes on your mirror where you get ready every morning with seven positive affirmations. You know, it doesn't, it's just whatever you want. You don't have to read them out loud. You don't have to say them out loud. Just every day, once a day, take it, stick it on the back of your phone and go about your day. Just simply having it there and catching your eye with the positive words throughout the day is enough to say, I chose to be nice to myself today. I chose to be kind to myself today. And those things can be anything from, you know, uh, one of the affirmations I have is on my hand, I have, ah, there we go, I have, it's okay. So like affirmation doesn't need to be some long, I am a goddess, I am fruitful and perfect or whatever. It can be as little as two words, it's okay. Those are very, very powerful words because of the association that's attached with them. Mm-hmm. The association that's attached with them is safety, it's peace, it's calm. So I think that by doing this affirmation, you just take it with you every day. And it's not about being frou-frou. It's not about being silly. You know, I don't believe in, in crystal energy or any of that, but I do believe in the science of the mind. And the science of the mind says that when we make a choice for something, we can actively and physically change our physical body through that choice. So by choosing to be kind to ourselves and choosing to be nice to ourselves and choosing to take a pause before responding to someone else can literally change us on a physiological level and a physical level. Because for example, the, what I just said, we're taking a pause before you reply. I used to be the kind of person where I would be so quick to get mad. Like you would say something and I was immediately offended. It was an attack on me. I didn't care if it had anything to do with me. If it slightly reminded me of something my dad said, I was mad at you. And it was really, really a lot of work. (laughs) And I still have to apologize for it sometimes because I don't catch myself until after to be able to kind of take that stop, do, you know, what my therapist taught me, which is four, seven, eight breathing in for four, hold for seven, out for eight. And you do that three times in for seven, hold for, or in for four, hold for seven, out for eight. And what that does is it actually is physically slowing your heart rate down. So you can take mental choices for yourself that will impact your physical body by simply choosing to take a step, take a breath and breathe. 
I believe in it. And I think that is a great tip. The other tip that I give is follow people that look like you on social media. Like it's so simple, but when I was only looking at women that were like this, I couldn't shop at any of the stores. I would love an outfit. They wouldn't have it in my size. I would love something and it wouldn't fit. And it was freaking awful. It was terrible. I was like constantly told like, we don't, we don't cater to you. So I made the conscious effort to start following women that looked like me, women with curves, women with sass. And then I started to find the things that were made for me, that were made for the women like me. They are out there. You know, again, going back to Seth Godin, who literally I carry his book like a Bible right now. Um, And it's, you know, he talks about good taste means knowing what your client and your customer wants before even they do. And I think that that really is what it's about. It's about looking at someone and being able to say, I know that you're going to need this. I know that you are going to need to be able to look at yourself and like yourself and confront yourself. And that's not because I'm some genius or psychic. It's because we all do. Well, it, it's fucking brilliant, by the way, that <laughs> that especially, no, because in, in, in this day and age, like we were talking earlier, keeping up with the Joneses. Well, if you're keeping up with the Joneses that you're never going to be, well, mm-hmm. then you're never going to be happy because you're, mm-hmm. there's no way you can strive for that. Um, so, so you're fucking brilliant. And um, <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> it is, you know, it's just, being a woman is tough. Like you want me to like carry every the water on my shoulders and the baby in my arms while wearing seven inch heels with, you know, fake lips and uh, no roots. Like there's no no standard that we can meet that's ever good enough because we're literally trying to be dolls. We're all just trying to be Barbie dolls. And like one day I was just like, you know what? Screw Barbie. I'm over it. Like, I love her. I, you know, I grew up with the, the vintage ones, but I am so sick of thinking that that is all that we have to be because that's what we had to fantasize about as children just because of represent the lack of representation. Right. Well, and it's, it stems now into like um, the uh, online um, gamers. Like if you look at the caricatures, the female caricatures are Barbie. They're just now more, um, you know, now they're, they have elf ears or they have, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, so it, it just, you know, continues that cycle, um, further and further down. It is. And it, it's representation that's making all the difference. So go out and find the people that look like you go follow them on social media. Um, a, a couple for any curvier women who might be listening, Eloquy is an amazing brand. Never fully dressed is a UK brand that caters through the entire size range. So it doesn't matter what size you wear, you can find something you want. Playful Promises is an amazing lingerie brand that carries standard and plus sizes. Um, Katie Jane Hughes is one of my favorite artists to follow. She'll teach you how to do your makeup if you don't know how and teach you all the tricks by following her. Um, And there's just so many good women online to look up and follow. Find the ones that look like you. Find the ones that are into the things that you're at to. Because in life, not everything is going to be made for you. But you can find the things that are. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Are there any other tips for the self-confidence challenge that you've got? Since today is Sunday, we can start the, uh, start the affirmations today. Yes. Affirmations following. um, I do recommend the four, seven, eight breathing. That means that before you respond to anything, anything that is a slight conflict in your mind, 
If you don't have an immediate response that is right and you're like, ooh, are they trying to say this? If that are they and trying to imply pops in your head, take a second, step back, breathe in for four, hold for seven, out for eight, three times, will literally slow your heart rate down and then reply. Because what you're doing is you're giving yourself an opportunity to make sure that you trust your own opinion. And it's not a long time, you know, we're, we're just saying a couple of seconds, three rounds of it, just to slow your heart rate and breathe. And then moving forward, just making the choice to say, I'm not gonna immediately respond is something that you can do for yourself. And it gives you a feeling of power. Like, yeah, I got power over my emotions. I definitely could have power over you. Because if you can have power over yourself, the rest of it's easy. Right. Yeah what anybody else says. It's all about what I think in here, what's going on in my head. I am, we are all our own worst enemies. There's no one else on the world that is ever going to say things as mean about you as you are. And that's why when I'm training my associates for my studio, I actually will only train them for, as for plus size women photographing me. And the reason why is because I would never in a million billion years say the things about another woman's body that I would say about my own reason I'll say them is because I want the associate that I'm training to understand what my clients are thinking and to be inside their head so they can make the best posing choices for them based on highlighting those areas they love the most and letting the parts that they don't fall into the shadows. And so I will literally only train them for curve posing on me because I will never, never say that about another human's body the way that I talk about my own. And I don't think anybody would. Mm. way worse things about herself but could you imagine like the way that you look in the mirror saying that about your best friend Mm-mm. you would never Mm-mm. you would never my best friend is the most beautiful fabulous fierce woman on the face of the earth she probably thinks the same thing when she looks at me she's not look I don't look at her and say oh god you gotta lose like 10 pounds your skin's a little messed up like girl like you need to go to the gym like no talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend because they're the, you're the, the only person that's going to be with you forever at every given moment, no matter where you are or where you're going, you always have to be with yourself. So you have to find a way to like who you're spending all that time with. You have to find the ability to like you. And that isn't just self-love is the best love. No, self-love is the best love because it is the choice to do the work. It is the choice to confront yourself. It is the choice to a, a great, another great tip. I say, stand in front of the mirror and just read the affirmations that are left on there before you do anything else. Just, just walk up to the mirror before you brush your teeth in the morning, take a few seconds, read them and then brush your teeth. And just the ability to associate your reflection with kind words will rewire the brain. It's scientifically proven that the more that we do things that we actually have the ability to rewire the neurons and the, and the you know the the electricity within our minds to build biohack exactly exactly to to build new habits and so uh, those affirmations they can serve two purposes one you're going to associate them with your reflection and two you're just going to take it with you and it's not going to be this like thing where you feel weird because I just have trouble like I know so many people believe in it. And to me, I support you and stand by whatever your beliefs are if it makes you feel the best about yourself. But when it comes to crystals and the metaphysics of things, it's not for me. What it is for me is if you're attaching an emotion to an object and that object is reminding you of that choice, then you will begin to cognitively make those associations and make those choices to that. So it's the same thing if you want to do a crystal instead of a sticky note and attach meanings to it and put it on a necklace, you can do that too. I know a lot of people love them. 
I tend to be very black and white. I like, I'm a little bit neurodivergent myself. So I prefer, you know, very clean cut answers to things. Um, but for those that really do fall into the medical metaphysical side of things and really love that, if there's crystals that mean a certain thing, throw it on a necklace and wear it. And then every time you touch it, just remember. And then the, again, you start to associate these repetitive actions with how you feel about yourself. Right. And it's more about the, it's more about the association versus the mechanism of how you're receiving it. And then um, incorporating the breath because the breath gets us out of fight or flight. And that's where we can really make the choices that are from within us, as opposed to just that automatic trauma trigger, like mm -hmm. the world is coming at me. Am I supposed to fight, flight or freeze? Yeah. So. We can respond rather than react. Right. Beautiful. And that is a power that there is nothing that matches it. There is nothing, nothing on earth that matches the ability when someone talks smack and you just get to sit there and smile and not say a word because that takes so much control. Yeah. So something you can do for yourself. Try not to say something back. If somebody says something that, that you don't like, and long, as long as they're not causing harm or really disrespecting someone I love, if somebody says something half the time, like, like with my clients, I'll just sit and stare at you and make you question why you would say that because you're the only one that should be questioning why you say that. People are not mean because they're born that way. People are mean because they have been damaged or hurt. And that's the only way that they know how to protect themselves or respond to pain. They think that they're protecting themselves by pushing you away or by being mean to you, but they're just in pain. And when you can start to look at other people as being in pain, instead of being evil, you stop taking things so personally. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's definitely, um, when there's definitely times where people will say something to me or about me and it doesn't affect me at all because one, I know that that is not my truth, but then there are times that somebody will say something and then it does hit deep. And it's because there's some trigger that's like, Oh, I really do think that I am that. And until I can figure out why I feel that way about myself, um, it's always going to constantly, constantly trigger. So it is. And one of the great lines that I, again, I, I'm going to keep going back to this book because it has literally changed my life. The practice by Seth Godin um, is to be able to say, this is not for you. I am not for you. I am not for you. It's so simple. It's so little. It's th again, three word affirmation. It's okay. I'm not for you. These are powerful, powerful, powerful terms that you can incorporate into your vocabulary just to give yourself power back. It's never going to be that you wake up, you look in the mirror and you're seeing yourself as somebody totally different because the work from liking yourself comes from healing. It comes from facing why you respond to things in fear. It comes from facing where your shame stemmed from, whether that's a parent that forced you to wear a bra before you were comfortable or you didn't identify with that. Um, or a church or anything, you know, you have to be able to identify with yourself. You have to be able to like yourself. If it's not coming from you, it's never going to matter what anybody else has to say. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, I definitely want to come to New York. <laughs> I love that. You would have a great time. <laughs> because I want to replace my boudoir photos. <laughs> I do go to Vegas a lot too. So, well, so the, okay. Well then we'll have to do one in Vegas. I'm not in Vegas, but, uh, uh, I'm in California actually, but, um, but yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I love it out there. Oh, this was so fun. Thank you so yeah. much. Now um, I'm going to have your links and stuff on, on my Facebook page, page at dream with Reem. Um, but how can listeners get a hold of you? Um, you know, if they want to go check you out before I make the post tomorrow, <laughs> you can find the in- easiest places. Find me on Instagram at the body image activist, body image activist. Oh, Lindsay. You are. Oh, and sh- you definitely need to, to follow her on Instagram or Facebook with either one. Um, I'm, I follow her on both, but she's always posting stuff. You'll see her cute daughter. They went on a on a dinner date the other day. Um, so <laughs> definitely follow her. And um, she's always got tips and tricks. And she's always um, you're always posing and showing different outfits and how to do lighting and all that kind of stuff. So you're always going to get tips from her. Um, regardless of, of what time of day you check her out. So definitely go find her. All right, guys, we are going to take another break and I will see you on the other side. You are listening to the dream with dream show on right on Q radio, right on Q radio. Father God, watch over your son. You a lot about my people who are put me down. But man, a warrior. Survivor. I let them get the best of me. Take me far away. Big dreams. So the enemy can't see me. The enemy can't see me. You plan to die away. Father God. Father God. Watch over my life. I use Nikki figure show me grass. All in the dark, man, I shine as light And you teach me the wrong from right No, me not need no gun for protect my life Get a yacht, smoke a weed and go humble True man a lion in a jungle Before you reach in a life, you feel stumble Yeah, please watch over my life yeah. The enemy will free take my life My him not know me belong to Christ Yeah, 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 fight all my fighting Father God over my life Father God Give me wings We fly away So take me far away So far away Take me to a place Where the enemy can see me So take me far away So far but put me trust in a God and never mankind Man, pray every day and never sometime You come in and my dreams, you go show me signs God knows I'm not blind Cancel every enemy plan No girl can trick me with them jazzy bell dance Some say good, but me know them evil Put them on a skill, them care balance Child, please watch over my life The enemy will free take my life But him not know me belong to Christ Yeah, yeah Ja, ja, fight all my fights Father God, you're my life Father God, give me wings, we fly away So take me far away So far away Take me to a place where the enemy can see me So take me far away So far away Ja, Please watch over my life. The enemy will be take my life. My him not know me belong to Christ. Yeah, yeah. Ja, ja, fight all my fights. Father God, over my life. Father God, give me wings, we fly away. 
So take me far away So far away Take me to a place where the enemy can't see me So take me far away So far away Father God, watch over your son Show a lot of bad mind people who have put me down But man a warrior Survivor Now let them get the best of me Through the words that she had written like a criminal Urban and a little cold Denver but a little bolder Boy I'm from the north side of there I thought they told you Creamy like the soda I was drinking it Finishing off with my little sister Cause it's been so long So listen with the nod I just get pissed cause you ain't getting off But boy I'm getting high I'm smoking all of this Kalishnikov Listen boss you ain't trying to win that toss So fall back the band's going on I gotta call y'all back Got this thing right. Said I don't want to fight. 
but I've always defended With you, girl, you know my minute What I knew, what I said Still, I just can't go to bed No, you know the beat Sometimes I'm zealous With the do you, I'm motherfucking jealous What I knew, what I said Still, I just can't go to bed No,
time is limited, but spirit is eternal. I came too far to be stuck in the inferno. Here's a glimpse, a glimpse into my journey. I can't go back to the same old ways, going backwards to the good old days. I'm moving forward. I can go back to what I'm moving forward now. There's no looking back. There's no looking back now. Nearly 200 men out there and a lot of M16s. You did everything to make this private war happen. This mission is over. You don't end this now, but the chilling. It's over! Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! It wasn't my war! You asked me, I didn't ask you! They never asked if the hunger's gone. They just wonder where we've been. No need to fast if the beef is on. We about to fry the beans again okay. And lions got food on they mental Now what does that mean? They should have never tried to starve Whoa. us And now the food chain on the menu And we in Vegas, right. it's buffet style It's all lined up and Carolina taught me how to eat my plate Lift my weight and respect my space And life showed me brotherhood So if I'm good, then my brother good Plus we trying to build some neighborhoods Thundercats, thundercats, hoes A little jogger and a whole lot of lino And they cannot match the bars with the flow But while a nigga's here, I hold you down I always said, I'm not no play that Tell them we not play around Big cat, I dig that Tell them they should stay down Tell them that we spray rounds When we in your town Say when we in the building, we go home Tell them we not play round. Big cat, I dig that. Tell them they should stay down. Tell them that we spray rounds when we in your town. So when we in the building, we go home. Carolina's finest, Little Vince Carter, a lot of Harold Minor. Dunk them in the whole control. Now you got finer. Tell them it's a gallon of lions and diamond miner. Little bit of eagle, little 49er, champion style, a smile, I'm Mr. Ryder. Tell him I could sit in a dance and a collider. Looking for the good, well, hood with the providers. Who that star, shifty with bars, moving and losing, a pure but blur. Everybody scream the seam, I hear sound. The lion pickle up and the shuffle the shake down. Let's be bad, man, boss, so why I do? Listen for the people are dead and now your crew. One in 92 and I pumps and I disown. Said when we in the building, we gon' hold. I would say bad, man, don't play that. Tell them we not play round. Big cat, I dig that. Tell them they should stay down. Tell them that we spray rounds when we in your town. Said when we in the building, we gon' hold. Play that. Tell them we not play round. Big cat, I dig that. Tell them they should stay down. Tell them that we spray rounds when we in your town. Cause when we in the building, we gon' hold. Let it burst. Lion did it first. Baddest on the earth. First, now you're worse. Last under the lineup for the lions need a curse. So they can put us off for the chart. Why are we smart? Tell them this that thing of art. Know I had a art, but we ripped the thing apart. Said bombs to the zone, circling the bees. Tell them other people don't know what to believe. Please, why? 
Trinidad not believe It's a tight squeeze Murder in a knees Last to finish on the utter Bonds for the bacon Trinidad brown penny Never been Jamaican Star gone pissing Shit, shit, Jason Teleport, chase him Outline, trace him And that's just the beginning Of the middle of this verse Church, now put him in the hearse Enemies get this work I'm from Carolina Vietnam, Bingham Drive You know right up the block From the old Carolina line They used to shoot out the parking lot Make the sky bright I think of home every time I'm under Vegas life. Feel like I got a throne and I'm a Vegas knight. My niggas, we own. You need to catch a flight. Cause we about to raid it a town. We upright, so you know we hold it down. I wish I'm gonna play that. Tell them we're not playing around. Big cat, I dig that. Tell them they should stay down. Tell them that we spray rounds. When we in your town, said when we in the building, we gon' hold. Tell them we not play round. Big cat, I dig that. Tell them they should stay down. Tell them that we spray rounds. When we in your town, say when we in the building, we gon' hold you down.
right on Q Radio. Body nice, rangi kama mwarabu wa migo migo Huko tae, nani patabu kudandia zima Kilo ndege, nyuma kudebe step and quit smoking but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer that's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose ct scan that can detect lung cancer early it takes only 60 seconds and could save your life you took the first step now take the next visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the american lung association's lung force initiative and the ad council Queens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up. The whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. 
Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Right on cue radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am your host, DJ Dream, and you are listening to the Dream with Reem show on Right on Cue Radio. I want to thank my special guest, Lindsay Ray, for joining me today. You can find her contact information on my Facebook page at Dream with Reem. I also want to take this time to thank our quality and up-and-coming entertainers we had queued up. We start the show off with Living in a Fantasy by Ronarks. It's the music that opens the show and sometimes plays in the background. The first song set kicked it off with When We Love by Michael Jeffries. Then we had My Life by Carlos Cruz. We ended this song set with Feeling Good About Myself by Richie Love. Our second song set started off with Human Race by Hosni Bronx. Then we had Strawberry Letter 23 by Brothers Johnson. Then we had Most High by Sterling Roberts. Thank you, Billy Black, with This Simple Life. And we ended that song set with Dark Magic by Adam Knight. Our third song set started off with Far Away by Jovi Tone. Then we had Been So Long by Rogue Sound. Then it was No Looking Back by Vegas Chips. That was followed up with Hold You Down by Upright Lions. Then it was I Just Want to Have Fun by Kenzie Rose. And we ended that song set with Naitaka by Della Vita. Here on Right on Cue Radio, we feature music from quality up and coming entertainers just like you. And if you are looking to perform live, we've got you covered. August 14th is LV Feature Me Listening Party. Live performances include two to three songs on stage that you get to perform. And you get free professional photography while you are on stage. If you are interested in performing, please send us an email. Send the email to epksubmissions2021 at 
gmail.com. Remember to check out some of our other hosted shows here on the Right on Cue Radio Network. We have hosted shows seven days a week for your listening pleasure. We play all genres of music, so you will definitely find a show you like. All right, guys, I am signing off for now. We are going to end the show with What We Need Is Love by Open Strum. Thank you all for dreaming with me today. And remember to never be limited by logic. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Until then, I love you and I'm with you. Right on cue radio. Completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was going to do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. Just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. 
Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. I'm 54, so it's too late to start saving for retirement, right? Uh, not right. Starting to save, even in your 50s, can really make a difference. Right now, saving seems hard to wrap my head around. AARP makes it easy. Go to aceyourretirement.org and chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach. It's free and only takes three minutes. I like three minutes. Answer some questions and get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. Thanks. Just head to aceyourretirement.org. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Phones, social media, you've kept up with the times. If you can do that, you can definitely save for retirement. Go to aceyourretirement.org and in just three minutes, you'll get free tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Right on cue, radio.